You got poison to play at our wedding? For cyanide, a loving tribute to poison. Geek Salad, episode 163, Geek Salad, as performed by Greek Salad. I'm Onions. I'm Cucumbers. I'm Feta. I'm Tomatoes. I'm an Onion. And you're Olives. Ah, screw it. I'm Olives. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to welcome Jim back to the show. Hi, Jim. We've missed you. I've missed me, too. Yeah, because today we are talking all about uh, cover songs. Uh, most specifically, songs that were covered that were better than the originals. Maybe sometimes not. We do have a list of stuff that wasn't as good. Um, but we should just get right into it because I think this is going to run to be a very, very, there is, very long episode. There was a lot, a lot of feedback and a lot of, oh, lot of choices. Yes, there were. So I'm actually going to start uh, with our Twitter responses. weren't a whole lot, but. Um, once the thing boots up here, because of course, why would it work now? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, at writer Jax, who is a friend of the show, Jackie Stevenson, uh, writes that her favorite is uh, Woodstock, the uh, the Joni original, um, the Joni Mitchell original by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and um, she also responds that her man Ben Ragusa. Well, uh, would say all along the watchtower. Now, oh, I actually had oh to. And we'll talk about it. No, we, you, we, we can go talk about it a little more. But I will say, it took me a minute because I was like, I thought the Hendrix was the original. It took me forever to remember that it's Dylan. It, it was the same thing for me. For the longest time, I thought it was uh, Jimi Hendrix original. And then, it's hard to know that because back then they used to cover each other's songs within a year. Yeah. Now yeah. it's this like a ten year yeah. period yeah. where they you know they'll cover. But back right. then it would be. Within, I mean, there's a there's a Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix live at the BBC, and he does three Beatles covers, and they were within a few months of them coming yeah. out. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's quite a few of those. We also have um, several from our uh, Facebook page, Geek Salad Podcast, uh, starting with Courtney Manning, who likes the Bad Wolves version of "Zombie" by the Cranberries, which mm-hmm. we will get into later. Mm-hmm. Guys, on somebody's list. Uh, Chris Marrera, our, our former KKK, Chris <laughs> Cultural Corner guy. If you know the job is still open, Chris, if you want it. Um, the unplugged '90s version of Layla by Eric Clapton, originally Derek does, and the Dominoes. Does, well, listen, does that count? Because it's, he's covering his own song. No, it does not count. All right, no, at all. It, no, no, no. It can't. Mm. Obviously, the, the 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 acoustic version of Layla is dreadful. But I, <laughs> I agree. I do have an honorable mention that does count. Which I, I agree. All right. Me being the Clapton fan. Yep. The original is supreme. Mm-hmm. You, you can't go wrong with the electric version of Layla. Sorry. 
Okay, and then we've got With a Little Help from My Friends by Joe Cocker, which is a Beatles original and one we'll get into in just a little bit. You know what the only thing about that is? I remember seeing him do it on Saturday Night Live, and it looked like... I thought he had had a stroke, because he <laughs> fell over and was like convulsing on the floor, and I remember going, what the heck? Why, why can't he stand? What's wrong with him? And it took him a while to actually stand up, but... but well, have you ever seen him perform live? That's oh, the yeah, way he that's exactly how he performs, <laughs> and we'll get into that. Chris also mentions uh, the Roy Orbison original, I Drove All Night, uh, performed by Cindy Lauper. Ooh, really? Yeah. And then one that we're going to talk about in just a minute, but um, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, originally by The Arrows. Believe it or not, almost all of that stuff on Joan Jett's first album really? are covers. Oh yeah, Crimson, wow. and, Crimson and Clover's a well, cover. Well, Clo- I knew Crimson and Clover was a cover. I didn't know... Uh, Do I You Want to Touch Me, I think, is also like a Slade cover. And if I'm wrong about that, you got to give me credit because almost everything in the 80s was a cover of a Slade song. <laughs> well, it depends on how it was spelled. Right. Like if it was Do You Want to Touch with like a Y and a Z at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. Um, Jana brings up Los Lobos' version of La Bamba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, actually, actually, that's, actually, that's actually a good mention. That's very comparable. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, even though she's not a big country fan, sorry, Mike. Uh, she preferred Whitney Houston's version of I Will Always Love You to Dolly Parton's. Well, that's because she's singing about Burt Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Dolly Parton's singing about Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> no, Which about, is better. Oh, my it's God. It's about Burt Reynolds. His red shirt with, with the buttons all the way down the from chest and his cowboy What is it, from the best little whorehouse in Texas? Yep. You bet you bet I said Whitney Houston was singing about Kevin Costner. Yeah. Well, no, Whitney Houston was also singing about Burt Reynolds. You just didn't know it yet. You missed the finer subtext oh, of okay. the bodyguard. <laughs> and she, Brian, was, she was singing about Barry White. <laughs> and Brian Barry brings up uh, Concrete Blonde's Tomorrow Wendy, which is an Andy Pryboy cover. Did not know that. I did not know that either. I did not know that because I love, I freaking love that song. All right. Julie Murphy, who is the host of the One Little Spice podcast, which is part of the Podbean family, yep. and our uh, frequent collaborator on our uh, Disney Hangouts, mm-hmm. where we've been discussing our favorite and least favorite things about Walt Disney Parks, mentioned Pearl Jam's Last Kiss. Oh. Jim? It's the one Pearl Jam song I actually don't like. Yeah, really? I'm going to say the same thing. I'm not a... Yeah, I don't like that song. I'm, I'm close to the point of turning off the radio when yeah, it I don't listen. And they, you know what? It's it's not very popular, and they don't play it anymore. No, it like was that. the summer of... Ni- I remember it was the summer of 1999. I was going through an awful lot of <laughs> stuff. And every day on WFNX... All right, we're going to kick off this hour. Oh, where, oh, where is my baby? <laughs> it's like, at that point, you know, too, Eddie Vedder was like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to hit the commercial end of music all that much. That's true. People love us. People are going to love us. We can put out stuff that our fans like. Yep. So, and then we went to, uh, I went back to Facebook and asked about favorite cover songs and also worst Cover songs. I've got a list of really bad. Oh, I started off Madonna's American Pie. Oh God, yeah. Oh, that's awful. That is. Hi, is that the mark? Uh, what the thing you missed by a mile? (laughs) Oh, I got one, and I listened to it because I was going through it. The Beebs does "Let It Be." Oh no! No. Actually, I've heard that. I honestly don't think there is a good Beatles cover. Ever. It's the cardinal rule, don't cover the Beatles. Now, you guys a, will dispute... We will dispute. ...the Joe Cocker thing. Hell, my mother... Yep. ...right, 
wrote, and I'm quoting here, slow your roll, my boy. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is the woman that almost got us kicked out of Rocky Four because she got up and cursed. Um, you know who actually, and I, again, I listened to these on YouTube. This one blew my mind. Avril Lavigne did Chop Suey. Oh, no. System of a Town. Oh, my God. Oh, it's in all its Canadian badness. It's oh, just God. <laughs> I was listening, I was listening to like the covers channel on Spotify, and this thrash version of While My Guitar Gently Weeps came on. Oh. Actually, you know what? The worst. That's one of those songs nobody can cover. Do, do, do all right. Cover, I don't so, think. you know what's on a list of bad covers? And I don't agree with well, it. Well, they did it really well. Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. Oh, I think that I, I, think I almost really can't good. tell the difference between them. No. I, I think they're it's a really, really good. good all right, so I, I guess in, in, I'm going to amend my, my previous statement because there's a lot of love for Joe Cocker's "Get By the Will Help My Friend." You should never cover the Beatles unless the song was sung by Ringo. I think that's really where we're going with. <laughs> but nobody nobody wants to cover a Ringo song. Steve Dermody called him the third most popular living Beatle. So. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, which Beatles song? Let's do Octopus's Garden. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I know. I mean, the best cover of anything Beatles was when uh, Paul Rudd and Jack Black and Jason Schwartzman and Justin Long covered as the Beatles in uh, Walk Hard. Because that was yeah. hilarious. That was actually funny. That was funny. Oh. Yeah. Actually, the, uh, the version of Llama Guitar Jelly Weeps that was played in um, Kubo and the Two Strings... Mm-hmm. I, I, really, pretty good. That, I really that, enjoyed that, that one. I, I amend it. I did enjoy that version. Okay. But again, me being but a Clapton fan. Yeah. yeah. Me being a George Harrison fan. That's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on. Brian Bosnowski brains up. Do we count Live and Let Die as a Beatles tune? No, we don't. It was a Wings tune. Yep. And I just even so do sound- you, So do you, do you think Guns N' Roses did a better, better version? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I think both songs are atrocious. Yeah. 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 Yes. Cool. Yes. But like, at its core, Live and Let Die is a bad song. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, and I just didn't make my list because I wasn't even thinking about it on my list because it wasn't on my Spotify playlist. Foo Fighters do a version of Band on the Run, yeah, which really? blows the Wings version out of the water. Oh, Actually, I gotta, I gotta look that up. So good. No, they're, good. they're a good cover band. They do uh, Baker Street. They do ba- Baker Street. They do a great excellent. version of it. They do that. They do um, a really good version of Kids in America. Uh, Darling Nikki... Barely made my honorables list, only because it's... I think that was a song Prince was just meant to do. Mm. So, alright, what else we have here? List Rock brings up, obviously, Kanye attempting Bohemian Rhapsody. I've only seen the mashup video on YouTube, but holy Christ, there's a whole lot of awful going on. Well, Kanye's just... Kanye's. Kanye is Kanye. There's one song of Kanye's that I enjoy. Which is? Power. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Gold Digger's good. Yeah. Actually, uh, who's it... Britney Spears does I Love Rock and Roll. Oh, it's awful. It ain't good. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Prepping for this show, Watch Mojo actually had a list of the ten worst comic yes, songs. Yes, I did. And I that's that. on there. Oh, there's some bad, bad things on there. Um, all right, Lou Zanka brings up his best is Careless Whisper by Seether. That is a good one. Listen to that on the ride in. And the problem is with Seether is that they really just sound like they're crying the entire time. <laughs> but they're well, sitting on the same. sitting on the corner of my bed. <laughs> Tears are in my eyes. <laughs> Why did you leave me? I'm so cool. <laughs> Never until, until the dude from Stained comes and kicks off that. 
Hey man, this is my crying corner. <laughs> you know what the funniest thing about that is? There's literally a stained video where Aaron Lewis is sitting on the corner of his bed playing guitar and probably crying. Of course he is. And then uh, Lou's worst was Behind Blue Eyes by Limp Bisquick. Well, anything that Limp Bisquick really? They, oh did, my they God. did Behind Blue Eyes. Oh, it's awful. I mean... What about their version of Faith? Oh, Jesus, I forgot about that one. Limp Biscuit is just one of those things that were just better off forgotten. <laughs> like, left in time, and just like, one day Fred Durst will just, like, turn into dust and float in the wind. <laughs> I, I just like the brain trust for Limp Biscuit sitting around going, okay, we need a, we need a, we need a theme. I know, let's dress our lead singer like he's a paper boy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> send him out. It's my way! It's my way! What are you whining about? You went bald at 15, you have, you've got more money than God, and you dress like you have a paper round. Oh, shit. And Lou also asked, what, what is wrong with Motley Crue's cover of Helter Skelter? Oh, God. Everything that's wrong with the world. Yes. Lou loves Motley Crue. If I was Vince Neil and I dropped my wallet, I'm kicking it around the corner. I am not bending over to pick it up if Lou's there. <laughs> He, well, he has loved Motley Crue since we were in the third grade. Oh, yeah. So, Steve Dermody brings up the best and worst in the same song, which is uh, Bad News' version of Bohemian Rhapsody. There was a YouTube video. It is hilarious because at the very end, Bad News were, were the young ones mm-hmm. from BBC. Yeah. And they did, a, they did a hair metal band called Bad News, the worst rock band in the world. <laughs> In fact, I had their album. Not on purpose. You no, know, I. It was actually rather funny. And, <laughs> and, and like they do a live track, and and now I'm the worst band in the world. Boo! They're being booed off the stage. Can I just? You, you you mentioned the Beatles, and you shouldn't cover the Beatles. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Don't cover Queen. I don't know. Oh, do not cover Queen. Yeah. Tell your mother down the. Is it meta- uh, the Metallica version of Tell Your Mother. No, they really do good. Stone Cold Crazy. Oh, Stone Cold Crazy, yeah. And it's... It's okay. It's as close... But, no, but, right. but that's like a... That's, that's of their songs, that's probably the least complex. Right. It doesn't Queen, have the layers that Bohemian Rhapsody right. Queen, does. Queen is a very produced band, so yeah. you, you can't really... Well, but it's also they have such immense talent. Oh, right. Brian you May. Have to Brian have, May. Everybody, yeah. all of them have serious singing chops. So you have to have four guys to have real singing chops to be able to pull off Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I mean, and just just as an aside, when I was learning to play guitar, ninety-eight degrees could have done it. When I was when I was learning to, when I was learning to play guitar, yeah. You know, I, I looked at some of Brian May tablature. Forget about it. It's it's, it's yeah. like reading hieroglyphics. So I was like, oh, nope. it's ridiculous. I, I can't do this. No, nope. Yeah, it's like CC Deville. Yep. All right. So then, uh, Catherine, your husband Joe yep. brings up just heard an absolutely abysmal version of "While My Guitar Gently Weeps" by a metal band called Spine Shank. Yeah, that was that, the one I talked about. That made me want to end humanity. <laughs> also, Again? five finger to, the, to add that to the list. Yeah. Yep. Also, five finger death punch covered "Gone Away" by Offspring, and it really pe- uh, pisses me off. That song was performed the way it was meant to be. No one should ever touch that song. Well, I didn't think that was that horrible. I mean, that's. I mean, it's not the best cover I've ever heard, but I've heard a lot worse. I did have to let Joe know, though, that I've heard Celine Dion doing uh, "Bringing on the Heartbreak" by Def. Ah! <laughs> so don't talk to me about your genocide until mine has been seen to fruition. <laughs> oh God, how could she? Oh my God, she. There's like three or four it's either, it's either hard that. rock songs in her Vegas repertoire. Apparently, it's either that or Taylor Swift doing "Photograph." 
Ugh. Well, but she, did, well, she did do it. She did do it with the band. The, the thing the about photograph though is it's got kind of a country twang. Yeah. To it. Like, I can see it having a country train. If you read the lyrics, right, and, yeah. you know, they're still. real. Oh, no, damn it. Uh, God, no. All I, need is, all I need is a photograph. No, no. Stop. I'm a sister. In one sock, and I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> you get that? Okay. You get that? <laughs> what do you do with Two socks shot? are okay. One rogue sock, go the other Beware. way. Beware. <laughs> All right. Oh, we missed you, Jim. But what about the other song? My, my son's sitting there going, uh... <laughs> oh, gee, is that the time? Um, and Mike Cicerone... We're, tra- we're trying to keep it G-rated, folks. Mike Cicerone <laughs> brings up... Now, this was a cover album, and he puts uh, Pat Boone's No More Mr. Nice Guy on oh, there. Oh, God. <laughs> of course Mike would come up with this. I'm surprised it would be like a cover of the Captain Lou Albano song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I'm amazed no one's actually covered Real American, like, ever, which I think is hilarious. It'd kind of funny if it was a British band that did it. <laughs> the Clash. About, about, about as appropriate as Hulk Hogan uh, singing it. <laughs> he actually never sang it, thankfully. Oh, no, but he has his own album, though. Oh, I know. The Hulkster's in the house. Check me out. Check me out, brother. I'm yeah. still waiting for someone to cover Big Bottom. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what? I'm sure. I guarantee that there are bands that like think they're really being clever, throwing a Spinal Tap song in, like set, you know, like the first encore. <laughs> you wouldn't let us go home. You wouldn't turn on the lights. <laughs> um. So, uh, friend of the show, Dave McLean, who, by the way, he's got a book on Amazon. Check it out. Uh, I think you're right. Maybe you should say what the name of the book is. If you and, plug well, we've we plugged it. We've plugged it so times, many yeah. times. <laughs> but it is the Time Travelers uh, Museum and Resort by David McLean. Read it; it's awesome. Uh, he brings up Louis Louis by the Kingsmen as a cover too. Although you'd be hard pressed to find any other version before that one. Uh, neither the Beatles or the Isley Brothers version of Twist and Shout is the original either. Um, Though I prefer the Beatles version. What's that? I prefer the Beatles version. It's just the one we knew because it was in Ferris Bueller well, and in Back to School in the same about, summer. You hear a lot about that, like a lot, like Led Zeppelin. Like the Lemon Song is really called... It's, it's They called it the Lemon Song, but they actually lifted it from some blues singer. It's actually right. called Killing Floor. Right. So, is it really a cover? Because they change the lyrics around a little bit, but the, I mean, everything else is the same. So, I mean, is that technically a cover, or is it just Well, I mean, if you were like technical, I mean, most blues songs performed by late 60s bands are, are covers. Mm. Well, yeah, it's all 12-bar blues, yeah. and they, you know, they get the same scale. And The Knack did that, too. Yes. All right, Somehow. so let's move on to cover songs you didn't know were cover songs. Some of these we've already covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But did you know, folks, that the Cindy Lauper uh, hit "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" was originally written by Robert Hazard? I did not know that. Yeah. Written by or performed? Performed by. by. I I I don't feel like my hands a, on a copy of it, but I have heard it. Something creepy about a guy named Robert Hazard singing "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." I was just yeah. thinking the same thing. I mean, did, yeah, no. All right. I'd be real concerned if, he, if it was if a man wrote Shebop, but or <laughs> performed Shebop before yeah. Cindy Lauper did. We've already discussed. Um, my house. Pretty much <laughs> all of the stuff from uh, Joan Jett's first album. But if if Lou Bega didn't have anything more to worry about, 
Apparently, Mambo Number no. Five is a cover originally performed by Perez Prado. Oh, really? Yes. Poor, that poor Perez Prado. Yeah. He just doesn't get the the, 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 the guy that the gets credit, no breaks. He, he, he gets, gets no, no breaks. breaks. Exactly. Yeah, because I have no idea who he is. Nope. <laughs> I'm so, assuming he's Spanish in some yeah. form. Could be Latin American. That's racist. Could be Latin American. Could be Spain Spanish. Who yeah. Knows? No, it's not racist because he's I'm from Puerto Rico. He's allowed. I'm allowed. Ding! <laughs> I like grape soda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Soft Cell's Tainted Love was originally performed by Gloria Jones. Yep. Really? Yes. yes. It's a cover. Wow. I am. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Here's another one. Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus was a cover the year before from a band called the Marcy Brothers. Are they a well, country band? Yeah. With a name like Marcy Brothers. You Marcy know? Brothers? Yeah. I'm sure they did really great. Yeah. Their, their album was yeah. Cotton. No, their album went Cotton. Ah. <laughs> I gotcha. It went vinyl. Um... <laughs> Love Hurts by Na- uh, by Nazareth, covering the Everly Brothers. Yep. Really? That's interesting, because I can only think of the Nazareth version. Yeah, that's right. all I can think of, too. Venus from Bananarama uh, cover, uh, was a cover from a band called Shocking Blue. That I knew, because, I, yeah, yeah, I remember. I didn't. And Me and Bobby McGee was originally a Chris Christopherson song and made famous by Janis Joplin. I thought that was widely known, that Chris Christopherson It is. It, I didn't know that. You didn't know really? that? No, I didn't. So... Well, yeah, I mean, you don't think Chris... I mean, when you think Chris Christopherson, you're thinking, like, late convoy. 70s. Well, you're thinking late 70s, and not you're thinking oh, yeah. late 60s. And sadly, every time I think of convoy, I just think of the thing from The Simpsons <laughs> with the uh, the walkie-talkies. We got a great big convoy across the USA. <laughs> I just remember him telling Ernest Borgnine, piss on your law. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Super Fuzz? Also starring the great Ernest Borgnine? Oh. It could be. That was, uh, that, now, that was before his Playgirl days, right? Yes. Okay. Was that before or after Mil- Merlin Shop of Mystical Wonder? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Probably around the same time. Oh, Digging yeah. deep into the nerd bag. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Geek salad. All right. So um, now we're going to get into our own round table. Based on the fact that musical episodes tend to go super long, we're kind of lim- we're limiting ourselves to three discussioning songs and then some... Um, Honorable mentions that we'll, we'll cover afterwards, and in the editing, we are going to put in both the original and the uh, and the, the, the new version. Yes, so I'll kick us off with um, "Enjoy the Silence," uh, originally done by Depeche Mode, and covered by Lacuna Coil. Words like silence break the silence. Come crashing in into my little world. Painful to me. Right through me, don't you understand? Oh, my little girl. It's really good. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it is good. It's, it's really good. If you like Italian new metal with... Um, <laughs> Italian new... <laughs> and pretty much that's what it is. It's Italian new, and that's new NU with umlauts. Metal. <laughs> I'm a worship and a Satan. Um, I think Lacuna Coil is a really underrated band. They put out a lot of good stuff, but 
made the, the grand mistake of coming out after Evanescence, so... <laughs> that is a pretty big mistake. Way to go, guys. Well, Evanescence only has, like, one song that you ever hear on the radio right. at this point. So. But enjoy the... I mean, this... The Depeche Mode version needed guitars. It needed a lot of guitars. I actually have a couple of um, covers of Enjoy the Silence on my uh, Spotify playlist, and they're all just hard rock, hard guitar. In fact, I have a Depeche Mode um, remix that is all guitars. Hmm. It just it, it works better. It's not it's not as and this is one of my favorite Depeche Mode songs. So, but don't you think that songs that don't have heavy guitar or real complex or difficult lyrics are more it's easier to cover those songs because you, you can put more to them you can it, it's not as quite as distinctive right I mean it, it, depends, it depends on the artist I mean it really depends on the artist mm. so like the Bay City Rollers yeah <laughs> yeah okay oh damn I forgot there was a Bay City Rollers cover I wanted to talk about too but <laughs> I'll put that in the honorables oh, um yeah, no, I, I, I just this is a, this is a fantastic song. If you if you have the ability, if you have Spotify, just go seek it out. It's it's quite good, and compared to the original, it is quite quite good. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go next. All right, Joe. All right, my first pick is "All Along the Watchtower" by Jimi Hendrix, originally done by Bob Dylan. <laughs> Too much confusion, I can't get no relief. Business men, they drink my wine and well, men drink my own. And I live a lonely line, and what it is, Kind of discussed, uh, touched on it briefly earlier, but this is one of those songs that, like, for almost ten years, I did not realize Bob Dylan originally wrote it. Mm. It's one of those songs where the well, Jimi Hendrix version is is a bigger well, that's, song. That's like a staple song in his catalog. Where all along the Watchtower is, it's a popular. It was a, song. It's but a, you can it's think a deep a ten, cut. It's a you Bob Dylan think, deep cut. You can think yeah. of ten songs by Bob Dylan that people. You know, go to when they think about Bob Dylan. Correct. Hendrix. That's like maybe the third song you think of, right? right. And and, because, and and also simply because it's just it's so different than the Bob yeah, Dylan. He, he made it his it's, own. It's, it's, and it's, it's, more, it's the same arrangement, but with with Jimmy's guitar playing. I mean, the first the starting riff. You know, it's a, it, it becomes well, yeah. Hendrix. How song. many Vietnam movies? Yep. Start oh, with the helicopter everyone. touching down in the Mekong Delta, and they're playing it. They're going over the rice paddies, and they're playing that. I mean, it's it's iconic, and the Dylan song isn't. The true, true. And then there's the U two version from Rattle and Hum. Oh, that's terrible. And also, um, 
This is it's not and this is actually very hard for me to say. Clapton did a version of it for a tribute album for Jimi Hendrix. Oh, I could see. I haven't heard. I've been there. And they, it wasn't actually not too bad. Yeah. But it's 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 funny because when Clapton tries to play Hendrix, he can't pull. He doesn't pull it off. He can't really pull it off. Hendrix plays too fast. For right. Him. Yeah. Like if you if you listen to the version, uh, the Derek and the Donalds version of Little Wing, it it. It pales in comparison to the original well, Hendrix version. So I agree. That's a great cover. Next, I, I got one. I don't know if you guys. I didn't check um, uh, Van Halen's "You Really Got Me." Ooh, good one. Originally done by the Kinks. That a is a vastly superior version to yeah. the original. that he goes the, the Van Halen version is much better than ours it's I mean that's the, the song that made me fall in love with Van Halen when I heard that guitar right. riff I mean that that introduced I think Eddie Van Halen to the world it's on the first I just, record I just remember that it was, uh, Nissan used it for their 300ZX commercials in the late 80s <laughs> it had to come back to cars, cars. didn't it it cars, did cars, cars. what Muppet do you need to talk about right now Catherine <laughs> Well, going back to um, <laughs> my guitar gently weeps, Jerry Nelson does an excellent version on the Muppet Show as Who does? Floyd. Jerry Nelson. Jerry Nelson. One of the Muppeteers. Oh. He was the voice of Floyd. Mm. I, I, I take. I remember that, that version. It was really good. Yeah. That's not what you said before. <laughs> go ahead. I don't know if I heard that. I already one. did one. Mike, why don't you go Mike, ahead? You're next. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to go with The NeverEnding Story by Joe Milner, originally by Limal.
out. Soundtrack. You, you have to go with a soundtrack, didn't you? Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> no, the, uh, the Joe Milner version was from the Neverending Story Part 2, which is a far vastly inferior movie. <laughs> oh, but wow. That's not reaching my class, for a rainbow, yeah, exactly. But my class action lawsuit against the Neverending Story. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, Limal's version is very Eurovision. It, it sounds like something like, you know, that'd be at a Eurovision. It's concert. very much very Euro, It's a product of its era. Yeah. Yeah. It's a product of 1984 and, yeah. like, the waning days of uh, New Wave. Yeah, but Joe Milner, he did it more of a, like a kind of a rock-pop version, so he made it more accessible. Turn around. Yeah, a little bit. It isn't what you see. No, no, no. No, no. I, no yeah. more like... Sounds yeah. like he's constipated. <laughs> <laughs> more, like, more like arena 80s pop. Yeah. I can't hear you, rock no, lords! No, 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 Just, Just stop. <laughs> I can't hear you, love dragon! <laughs> I'm going <gonna eat> glue. <laughs> no, but uh, <clears throat> it's a lot more, you know, a lot more um, guitar guitar riffs. Yeah. And it's. I, I think it's just a more solid version. I, I Don't get me wrong, I like the Lamal version. I prefer the Joe Milner version. Oh, well, who doesn't like Lamal? What other songs? Well, the rest of Kajagugu for one. Well, I don't know. I'm sure at the Lemonster Fishing Game, Lamar will be opening up for a puppet show before. <laughs> in between shifts at the RB. All right, everyone, enjoy Punch and Judy. <laughs> Actually, I think he's German. Lamar? No, no he's, he's, he's British. We saw that. Is he? Yeah. You remember the uh, when they reuniting the band yeah. that show? They're like, Lamar, look, we really. Okay, I'll do it, but we haven't asked you the question. Really? I'll do it. I'm starving. I'll do it. <laughs> Until I actually saw the music video, I thought Lamal was actually like a 50s... Like, sounds like a detergent. He uh, does. He, no, she, she, he sounds like a 50s like, doo-wop like, girl band. Until you see his hair. Yeah. Well, then you think it more. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I remember that, too, because they said that the reason why he left the band was because... He wanted to. They wanted to be like Duran Duran and grow as a band and you know grow with every album. He's like, I think we're good right here. Too shy. That's the way we're going to do all of our songs. 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 <laughs> You'll be sorry when I leave. 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 Would you like fries with that? Oh, I'm sorry. Would you like chips with that? <laughs> Welcome to Baskin and Robbins. <laughs> Would you like to try our new mango fruit smoothie? <laughs> Welcome to Ahab's fish fry. Speaking to the blowhole. <laughs> Oh boy! Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. We We're can't back. curse because there's a child in the room, but at least we can shame fast food workers. That's right. Back to you, Andy. All right. Actually, it's no, Catherine's no, turn. No, 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 no. I thought what? I thought, you, I thought you brought up the Muppets. She brought up nothing. Okay. Yeah. Is it going to be Miss Piggy's version of oh, God, uh, Blackened? No. Uh, I hate Miss Piggy. Nobody anyway, likes Miss Piggy. Anyway, so uh, um, I'm going to bring up Zombie by Bad Wolves covering the Cranberries. Hmm. Um, it's a pretty rockin' version. They were originally going to perform it with Dolores O'Riordan, but she pa- she passed away before she could go to the studio to record. And so they are donating all of their proceeds from this song to her family. And so far, oh. she's gotten they've gotten a quarter million dollars. Wow! Ooh, wow! Good for them! Wow! And it's a it's a really rockin' version. The lyrics are changed slightly to accommodate our current era. Ah! But it's oh. I, I do strongly recommend it.
Who's, who did it again? The Cranberries? No, I know the Cranberries. Oh, the, the, the Bad, Wolves. The, oh Bad Wolves. Bad Wolves. Okay. I had to, well, obviously I'll hear it when I when I edit the show together, but I just, the thing about that original I love is their bass line. Yeah. That bass. It rocks harder now. Ooh, okay. I, the, I, the, I love metal bass. Yeah, they don't They don't have the original, you know, and they, they had to, you know, they were just going to have her sing, but they have somebody else sing, and he does a really great job, I think. It's, it's, it would be interesting to me, because she has such a distinct voice, and, like, yeah. she's, stylistically, she's so distinct that it would, it seems to me it would be hard to cover it, but, uh, I mean, I'll take your word for it, but it just seems like it would be, that would be a difficult cover. But, yep. Cool. I broke, cool. sorry. I uh, got one. Yep. Again, I don't know if anybody has this. Uh, Metallica covering Diamond Head's I- Am I Evil? Oh yeah, I've got that. No, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless it was on some sort of a, like an 80s sound. Was that on? No, um... even then, I wouldn't have had it on my list. they put out before uh, Justice? It is actually on the first album. Oh, okay. And it's... I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i sure um, Gulick's a big Diamond Head fan. Um, Operation Diamond Head? But anybody who listens to Metallica... You, you're a metal part, Catherine. Uh, yeah, you're a metal I like part. Metallica. Yeah, you like, have you heard the version, I would suspect. I, I must have. I just don't recall it off the top oh, of my head. It's, but... it's really, really well done. It's very good. But if people haven't, I, I won't. I won't continue any further. Just saying, most people who are metalheads, when they hear "Am I Evil," they think it's Metallica. Right? Did it? It's not. It's Diamond Head. And that—that's kind of the. They cool wore thing a lot of silk about a lot of of cover songs. Is that if you do it really well, people forget that there were other versions before it. Yeah. Well, if the first version isn't done. If, if it, it's not a big hit, then right. You know. I mean, like, look at Red Red Wine. Oh God. <laughs> Didn't we discuss this, UB, that UB40 is Yeah, UB40 band? is just really a, just an overrated cover band. You know oh, yeah, you could have been a dancer. Let's make it sound ska. But yeah. Not, yeah, but not <laughs> too ska. We don't want to sound too dangerous. Wait, are they, are we, they, don't wanna, we don't want to draw in that element. <laughs> are they overrated or rated just right? They are fairly overrated. Yes, they yes, are. Yes, they are. That is the right. correct answer. That is the correct answer. All right. So, uh, next on my list is uh, originally performed by Simon and Garfunkel, Hazy Shade of Winter. I, I agree. I Covered love by I love the Bangles. So hard to please 
That is a phenomenal version. It is a great, it is a great in the In the annals of great cover songs, this is maybe in the top five. And I think this is arguably the Bangles' best song. It very well could be. It, it has such a great guitar lick at the beginning of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do, do you find yourself doing a little air guitar when it comes on? Cause I, I do. Oh, I do the drums, like on my steering wheel. I was driving here, it came on, I was just like, do, 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 do. And it's funny, too, everyone forgets this is from a movie. Less than zero. Yes. Where Robert Downey Jr. does cocaine. Right, exactly. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So and has to do favors to Ultron for it. What? This is from a movie? It is. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was from reality. Yeah. Well, <laughs> back in the late 80s. I don't think I like 80s. what you're insinuating, sir. Back in the late 80s, throughout all, all of the himself. 90s. How really. Dare how dare you speak ill of Tony Stark? Art, art and life for Mr. Um, RDJ. Jr. RDJ Jr. <laughs> just, they, they really just intersected quite nicely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this is, this is honestly, this is the song the Bangles were meant to do. But this was also like their last song. This was their last this was, this exactly. was like, that's it. After, after, it's like they peaked at this song and that's it. They, mm-hmm. they disappeared. Yeah. They disappeared into the ether. No, actually. Disappeared into the ether of the 80s. No, the no, because the, um, Eternal Flame came out the following oh, year. that's right. Yeah, but that was... But that was like, that was the, well, okay, that was, that was more. That, not, everybody here, Susanna a has a list of demands that we have to follow right now, yeah, so. That was, that was more of a focus. I don't style. see yeah. a martini glass full of green M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, Susanna's not going on tonight. By which I mean Susanna Hoffs, the yes. lead singer. All right, who's up next? Joe, do you want to take yeah, one? Yeah, I'll take the next one, because I know our, Catherine and I are going to argue about this one. I say Whiskey in the Jar by Metallica. Now, it's a the original 17th century song that has been rewritten uh, a thousand times. It still uh, makes it a cover. Metallica version is awesome. It's it a traditional. Is awesome. It's a traditional, so it shouldn't count. We don't we're not covering any jazz standards here either. No, but it still counts as a cover. So, what so who covers Green Sleeves? Everybody. 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 It still counts as a cover. In the public domain. It's not. It's not. It's not well, I was going to say, if it's in public domain, I don't think you can count that as a cover. Because exactly. then... Booyah. Mm-hmm. All right, but Joe, I'm sure there's another Metallica you could just dig right out of your back pocket, my friend. <laughs> uh, you can pick one of my 800 here, honorable mentions yeah, if you like. Here you go, Joe. <laughs> Look on the list. Turn the page. Oh. Yes. Yes. East of Omaha You can listen to the engine Moaning out his one note song You can think about the woman Or the girl you knew the night before But your thoughts will soon be wandering The way they always do when you're riding 16 hours and there's nothing much to do And you don't feel much like riding You just wish the trip was through mm. 
actually had an argument with somebody at work about that because I think it's a really good cover. It is a good cover. There's a lot the of Bob good. Bob Seger cover? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. A, it's got a lot of aggression. I'm not taking anything well, thing, away from the Bob Seger version. Well, the thing the thing about about Metallica's version it plays into the like garage band ethos. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the album that's on Garage Inc. That's yeah. On, it's a, it's a, that the whole and they do all kinds of covers on. You know, it. and when they you know you know when they were up and coming, they had the the hair and they were being made oh, fun God, of. Yeah. By, right. You know. The rednecks at the bar and whatnot. Is it woman? Is it man? Nah. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> next, shall we move on? Who wants to go next? I guess I will. All righty. Uh, my next one. Sorry, Joe, but it's uh, "Life Is a Highway" by Rascal oh, Flatts, God. originally by Tom. I was going to say that. That's a phenomenal. I'm not oh, a huge God, country I, person. I, I hate no, country I, versions of songs. I actually, I think Rascal Flatts is pretty good. Pile on my. Oh, I hate. Just, I hate why? Country why? Versions of songs. I had just got this song uh, in my head when you talked about it last year. <laughs> excuse me, but have you listened to the Tom Cochran version lately? Tom Cochran version of the video sucks. <laughs> the mood, the song. But is fine. you say that you prefer, that you hate country versions. I do. Um, the country version, the Tom Cochran version of that song is way more country than the no movie. way. Actually, it's Joe, I gotta I gotta go with Mike on this one. It's God, got a harmonica help me. in it. It does. It has honky tonk harmonica. <sighs> and Joe, here's and the other thing too. Here's the other thing too. Yeah. And I'm sorry, we're all pig piling on and Joe they right now. They talk about sleeping with sheep in it. Right. So, I mean, that's <laughs> definitely. Tom Cochran was a, was in Red Rider. They did Lunatic Fringe, which is like a great song that nobody knows who did it. Mm-hmm. To do to go from Lunatic Fringe to Life is a Highway, which went through many iterations in my college years. Mainly, <laughs> my girl is a highway. Dot, dot, dot. And honestly, I, I, I was just listening to it before I came over. Tom Cochran is, is not a great singer. I mean, honestly, he definitely filled the screen. I, I think the Cochran which I meant might have back. something to say about that, I, I, sir. I, I, was, I, was watching the lyric, I was watching the video, and it was kind of low. I was like, why isn't he singing? Wait, his mouth is moving. Oh, wait, tried to turn around. Jeez, I, I bet you didn't wake up today and go, Jeez, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to get up, I'm going to watch The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, and I'm going to critique Tom Cochran. <laughs> you, you, you can't, he's, been he's been prepping for this for the last two weeks ever since I told him I hate You can't hear what he's, been, what he's saying oh, until he actually gets to Life is a Highway. Okay, listen, here's your problem though. The Rascal Flash is all electric. A lot cars. of Eric Clapton's most famous 
albums are based on two genres. Yeah, country rock and country uh, and blues. reggae. Well, yeah. Mm. Well, it's always blues, but I'm saying he infuses country rock and he, you know, country like like real bucket. Yeah, like slow, all slow hand is country based. Yes, yes. I understand that. The, the, the only and thing, the only thing, country Flash. about their Rascal Flatts version is the fact that Rascal Flatts is a country group, but the song is rock pop. There's nothing not their version about, of it. No, yeah, it is country. No, no, you, it's it's country it now. It's pop. It is country fine. Rascal Flatts version. It's all electric fine. guitar. How no, do you country fine? How do you countrify? All right, everyone, put your put your instruments on the table. Now get that gravy. <laughs> and I want you to pour it on top of it, and then let the livestock in. It's all electric now sleep with your sister. And the the rascal flash. Country the, musicians play electric guitars. I'm not denying that. And, Ra- and Tom Cochran was an acoustic. Junior so Brown is wait, one. To, wait, wait, isn't Tom Cochran? One, wait, Tom Cochran's British, though, right? Yes. Yeah, that kind of. Junior Brown is one of the best guitarists in the world. He's also a con- he's also a country musician. Country musicians can play electric guitars. Okay, there's nothing. Well, yeah, but yeah, so but does usually, they, usually else. they have to have a jug in it in the band. To be <laughs> yeah, to do that, there there is nothing. It's, it's an old shoebox. It's an old shoebox. Something something ain't right. No, you know what it is? It's an old shoebox with a broom stuck to it and two strings. <laughs> there is nothing inherently country about that song. And the rest more, of the flash version there is. No, well, there isn't. There is. It is. Oh no, there definitely is. No, is there fiddles in it? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Fiddles. Is it fiddles? <laughs> if there's fiddles, it's country. There's no fiddles. It doesn't mean it's a bad song. I actually like it too. It's definitely a country song. It's got. So, it's got okay. all the elements of a country so song. No, it does not. So this, just the lyrics. Life is a highway. That's com- it's com- the com- twang. They also got the twang. That country twang. Just, ah! Now, with that said, I will say there was in the like '91. A whole bunch of country artists came out with this Eagles cover. Album. Oh, the oh. Eagles are the but Eagles, Eagles are, are really, rock. really. They are they're country, right. They the are loose yeah. rock country, so yeah. it was kind of an easy kind of transition. <laughs> Come on, that's a country song. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a country song. So. All right. Yeah, but on the plus side, Mike, this so was Mike a win was for you because Jim signed with you on this one. Yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> Something that's never happened before. Yeah, I, I side with you. Unless you're talking about anime. Well, you but I'm never going to side with you. Well, then he signs with me. Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I- I'll go next. You got another one? Uh, well, I had to bring up Pearl Jam, right? Of course. Yes, absolutely. Please bring up Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam does a brilliant version of Keep on Rocking in the Free World. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's Every- way better than Neil Young's. Every version. rock band do you want to know why? Because final encore, Eddie, think, Eddie, yeah. Eddie Vedder doesn't sound like somebody's old, decrepit grandma when he's singing. <laughs> yeah.
It's a phenomenal version of it. I honestly, you know what they also do a really good version of too? Surrender by Cheap Trick. I can really? imagine. Oh, it's oh, I love. Oh, fantastic! I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta find that. I gotta find that song. That's that's great. I mean, with Rockin' in the Free World, I almost feel like Neil Neil Young actually looked at them and go, "You please keep doing that." He did. You do. You do what you do. Yeah, they do a great. Go do that voodoo. Do that you do. And the Neil Young song, song is really good too. I mean, I kind of crapped on it, but that's it's right. a great song. Oh, it is a it's a is very that good Mirrorball? song. Yeah. Huh? Is that Mirrorball? No, no. Uh, that's right because Pearl Jam actually is the is the is his rhythm section for right. the whole Mirrorball. That's album. Wrecking Ball. Right. There is um, for you it probably is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I've heard so many live versions of Rockin' in the Free World, though, from so many bands, but, like, Pearl Nobody Jam, no one that really close. made their own... No, Nobody no, no. And, I mean, I like Pearl Jam, so, a little bit, so. Shocking. Just a bit. Shocking. Catherine, what do you got? So, this is one of those, you had no idea it was a cover, is Always Something There to Remind Me My Naked Eyes. Yes, well, that's, that's a brand new that that that's, no. that's a cover. Really? It originally charted by Lou Johnson. It was written by... Oh, Lou Johnson! It was... How could... It was written by Burt Bacharach. Yep. Ooh, really? Well, it totally sounds like a Burt Bacharach Yeah, song. and the, the, the Lou Johnson version sounds a little... It's a little uh, more soul or something than the the, it, the, the, the uh, Naked Eyes version. I walk along the city streets you used to walk along with me. Every step I take recalls how much in love we used to be. Oh, how can I forget you when there is always something there to remind me? Such an iconic. It is. Right. It, it, it has become yeah. the iconic version. That you know what though? That's one of those '80s songs. I just turn it off. It's like every '80s compilation. Oh, after yeah. Aha comes on. Yeah. By the yeah, way, yeah. the uh, school that I teach at, the senior class song was "Take on Me" by Aha. Oh, really? Yeah. It was up against Toto's "Africa." <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. No, but there's, there's no loser in that. Kind of no, but the, the, the whole thing you think it's going to be like Drake. Well, or yeah. Childish Gambino or something well, like that. Well, no, the that. thing is, Africa's like really big in, on or memes people. right now. Yeah. Everybody's like, for some reason, Africa's like, everybody's memeing at for some reason. Right, exactly. It's well, a brilliant song. Oh, it is. Yeah. There's no... But, um, and I know you're, somebody's going to bring up the Toto version. Oh, I mean, Not the Ginger version. Ginger version. Blah. But yeah, the... Yeah, the um, We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also, before we before we shut down on uh, Always There, Something There to Remind Me, there's, of course, my favorite version, the thrash version that Draco and the Warlords did on Xena in Liar to Liar. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that is, that one Whoa. takes the pathos to a whole new level. Man, we are digging deep. <laughs> digging real Oh, wait, wait until you get to my next list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid of it. Yes. All right. Afraid. All right, so I guess I'm on my last big discussioning pick here. Yep. And I had a change of heart, like while we were talking about this. I need to discuss "Band on the Run" by the Foo Fighters. 
originally by Wings. Stuck inside these phone walls. Sent inside forever. Never seeing no Oh my god. It, I gotta... You know what? I, it's I, I know, so... Here's the thing about it. I, I find that most of Wing's biggest hits almost don't know what they want, what kind of song they well, want to be. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people shit, shit on Wings and justify, justifiably so. But Band on the Run is one of those songs that is really kind of catchy. I like it. I it it's a it catchy. very catchy song. Yeah, you know why it's a catchy song? You can't hear Linda croaking around. Right, like exactly. <laughs> so I, I got to find the Foo Fighters version. Oh, it's it's amazing. The thing is... Because I like that song. Band on the Run is essentially four different songs crammed into five minutes. Yeah. It sounds and like, um, it sounds like uh, they're living the dice. Very, very similar. It's like you get the slow part where you get to have... And then they just go into something completely different, <laughs> and then yeah, they, you go into the you go into the choral riff, and then you go into another part of the song. What is it how to do you? But it's the same thing with Band on the Run and with the Foo Fighters. They really just solidify everything. You know, they they've got the different speeds in there, and it's just Dave Grohl just sings the hell out of this song. You know what's always got me because obviously I love the Foo Fighters. Um, no, really. But the thing is, they're a really good cover band. You would, th- but usually to be a good cover band, you have to have a real strong vocals. And Dave Grohl's not a great no he, singer. He's not a great singer because but... they do Baker Street and they do guitars for the for the saxophone yeah. version of it for the Jerry who's a Jerry Rafferty. Yeah, and it kills. Yeah. Well, with 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 Dave, it's more. It's not that he has to be a good sell- singer. He just has to sell it. And he sells it. And he sells it. it when you find well, this his version... His band has got sick chops behind him, too. Oh, of course. Of course. But even the, you know... You can always sing along to a Foo Fighters song. Yeah. And not feel like, you know, terrible for ruining it and not knowing the lyrics. So, yes. Band on the Run. If you can find it, please find it. It is just such such a good song. Yeah. All right, Joe. You want to take your last one? My last one. And I was kind of torn between this one and another one. But I put it in my other one in the honorable mention. But it's, uh, it's uh, Do You Want to Dance by the Beach Boys. It was originally done by Bobby Freeman. Well, do you want to dance at 
I don't. What? I don't want to. He doesn't want to dance <laughs> with somebody. Somebody who loves him. But well, no, I, I mean, just this... can't dance. Someone in a Sailor Moon suit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is uh, this is um. Well, well, technically, my, um, John would really prefer a Sailor Jupiter. So okay. ah, there you go. Jesus, I opened up a whole can of water. Yes, you did. <laughs> you you're gonna regret that decision for the rest of the night. You are all anyway, of them. But anyways, uh, do you want to dance by the Beach Boys? Now, I mean, the Beach Boys is arguably one of the best harmonizing bands in all rock and roll. Yes. Certainly behind Winger, but keep going. But I mean, this is this is at the time when Brian Wilson discovered Better Living through Chemistry. What do you mean? He had issues. Okay. <laughs> that he dealt with chemically. Uh-huh. Right, and, then, and, and and Mike Love took full advantage of. Now it wasn't until later. We went into that. We went into that like a couple weeks ago. So yeah, but no, but it, it's like this is when he, he started playing around with the Phil Spector Wallace sound and layering and multi-tracking, and it really comes out in this song. Uh, this is like the first track of uh, Beach Boys Today, which was kind of their first like experimental album before uh, Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds, right? Yeah, it kind of led into Pet Sounds. So, so it it, it, it sounds like a traditional Beach Boys song, but it's got so much more to it. I haven't heard it, but I'll take your word. Yeah, for it. yeah. If, if look it up, it is it is a very good song. I mean, like I said, it's a it's a it's a non-threatening Beach Boys song, but very layered and very kind of non-threatening. Yeah, the Beach Boys are pretty threatening. <laughs> oh boy! I don't know if you. Damn get it! Old... Every time Barbara Ann comes on, I got to turn the radio off. I get scared. <laughs> I don't know. 19- I don't know if you and your old man Murray though. In, ni- in 1965, Pet Sounds was a pretty radical uh, album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Well, there are a lot of things in 1965 that were pretty radical. So, all right, Jim, do you got any others on your list for discussioning? Um, yeah, I mean, I know we're not supposed to talk about the Beatles, but Aerosmith does a very good version of Come Together, I think. Ooh, oh, I hate that version. <laughs> so very much. Oh, I like that version. I think it's pretty uh, it's, good. And I well, actually don't like a lot. I mean, to its credit, it's the best song on uh, the Sgt. Pepper's movie soundtrack which well, that's from. really reaching for the rainbow. no exactly oh, God. <laughs> if I could direct the court to the Sgt. Pepper album <laughs> that there are no good Beatles covers I'll allow it let's yeah, let Peter Frampton sing what the hell <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's oh um, go okay, ahead. Then yeah, let sorry. me go back Pantera does a very good version of Cat Scratch Fever by Ted Nugent Ooh, <laughs> excellent but no one here listens to metal Mike what do you think of it <laughs> Actually, I don't mind Pantera. You don't like Metallica, but you like Pantera. They're all right. Yeah. Well, because I didn't listen, <laughs> because I didn't have to hear Metallica the same song every single effing day for three, four years. It's probably because you had like jocks and guys like cramming it down your throat. No, no, cramming no, no, no. down Enter Sandman, isn't it? Oh like, my God, that was Junior and Show so me on the doll where but it Enter oh. Sandman. Is not a great metal. My carpool, no. every single freaking day, enter Sandman on a forty-five minute drive into uh, to school. So it could have been anything. It could have been. I mean, if it wasn't, it was, Sandman, it was that entire album. It could have been Una Caplona Blanca by Slim Whitman, and you'd have been <laughs> listening to that either. Well, I still don't think they were very good. But okay. Yeah. That didn't help. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's a step up from the Nuge. <laughs> How dare you Yeah I know Sweaty Teddy Hoped oh, himself to get out of uh, Serving in Vietnam And adopted, hey, it adopted, adopted his, his daughter So he could marry her Yep uh, What? 
Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's, Ted, he, just, he is, just type in Ted Nugent adoption and he, oh, he is not a good human. And being. turn off your safe search. Um, Catherine, what do you All got right. next? Did we skip uh, over me? Oh, we did skip over you, Mike. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, we can go to Catherine first. Go ahead, Catherine. Go no, ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, Mike, go first. All right. Um, my final choice is Moon River by Melissa Benoist, originally by uh, Audrey Hepburn. From the uh, the musical episode of The Flash, of course, of yep. course. Yep. <laughs> We're just gonna keep going back to this because you said something during our musicals episode. <laughs> no, no, no. I, when, when I first saw this episode, I heard that song. I was like, "This is a really good version of it." Because Melissa Benoist has got a fantastic. She's got voice. a great voice. Yep. Uh, there, there's just one line in it that I think every time I hear it is kind of flat. Is um, sure she says Moon River wider. Yeah. Every time I hear her say wider, it's like something seems flat about it, but every other bit of the song is just beautiful. It's got a you know a nice soft piano playing with it. And then I went and listened to the Audrey Hepper version for the first time. I actually had to go and look just to make sure that wasn't Marnie Nixon singing that, and it was in fact Audrey Hepburn, which explains why Marnie Nixon sang for her in uh, yes. My Fair Lady. Audrey yeah. Hepburn does not have a good singing voice. She's a great voice. actress she, and a terrible singer. She does not, and, and it's not like Moon River's a challenging song. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. But most, oh, man, most of the noise covered that one so great in that. I mean, say what you will about the, the episode. Not all the songs hit for everybody. But that song is the is the one that they kind of kicked off, kick, kick off the musical portion of it with. And it... It is a great way to kick it off. Yeah, I saw that episode, and she's definitely got a career on Broadway once this well, whole Supergirl thing. She was in Glee, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Well, both. He, right, she was in Glee, but I'm saying that once this whole well, Supergirl thing is over, well, she, she she has some place well, else she, to she go. She'll never let she's that going. Out. No, she's going to the Broadway. Actually, she's uh, she's got a show. Oh, she's doing she, Waitress, I think. Um, no, 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 she's no, doing no. the um, the Carol King musical, right? Yes, 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 yes. Right, but that's only until they resume filming of um, Supergirl. Supergirl, because God forbid CW let any of their shows die. Hey, it's given her a nice career after Glee. Vampire Diaries went. 
Yeah, finally though. Yeah. That's like it's not like one of those things where it's you know the, let me tell you the tale of the uh, the five episode CW show. <laughs> Gather around the campfire, kids, and I'll tell you a tale that has a hand for a hook. Yeah, that's not gonna be a long tale. Yeah, <laughs> Catherine. All right, my last one to talk about uh, is uh, up and coming cover band Disturbed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but between Shout 2000 and the recent um, slightly getting overplayed Sounds of Silence, which is still pretty good. It's really good. Uh, is Land of Confusion. song that came, you know, at a very, at a good time, you know, like, if you remember the original version and the original video. It's a, that's a pretty messed up video. It is yeah. a messed up video, and the, the Land of Confusion it's a very video. video though. It's, a, yeah. it's very much, it's very much of period, of its period. Well, like, right. Well, it was, split it was done by the, the split, split, image, split puppets. image puppets. Yeah, yeah, it was those guys, and, and of course, you know, it was very political, and then the Land of Confusion is talking about the politics of our current time. Yeah. Um, and the uh, this sounds like ten years old now, isn't it? Not quite. Uh, no. Uh, no. What, the original uh, song? No, no, not the, no, not the original. No, the, the disturbed, disturbed version. version. Oh. It's the like disturbed version. Actually, I want to say it's like oh six. I think uh, we were moving into the house when that came yeah, out. Yeah, two thousand six. Wow. Um, well, I've never heard that version, but I do really, really like the Genesis. The Genesis, music, yeah. The music video was animated by Todd McFarlane. Oh, okay. Jeez. Oh, as was uh, Freak on a Leash, by the way, just in case you were wondering. And <laughs> I wasn't, but thank you. If you're ever feeling down, if you're ever having a dismal day, just go on YouTube and find the isolated lyrics of, uh, what's his name from Corn, Jonathan... Oh, Davis. Jonathan Davis just doing the, uh, the bridge. <laughs> and that's all you hear is just him. No bass, no other music, just him going... <laughs> It would be a nice wedding march, wouldn't it? It would be. <laughs> Just the isolated version of well, now, now we know which one to wait for the Spawn, next Spawn movie. That'd be funny to hire a, a wedding band and say, listen, this is what we want. We're paying you. This is what you're going to play. So you put the pretty blonde up there and have her go... I, I think we've got something. Nah, I think so. Uh, I don't know what it is. We should probably seek treatment immediately. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got to agree, Catherine. I like this version of um, of Land of Confusion. It's again, it's like one of those songs that they were kind of meant to do. Right. It improves it just enough. 
Yeah, they, what they did was they looked for something that was totally unlike them, they said, and then they went for it. Oh, and they made it sound exactly like them, because yeah. when you hear Disturbed, you know you're listening to Disturbed. Yeah, they made it their own thing, and it's great. Yeah. So. Well, but they're like, again, they've got wicked chops in that band. Yeah. They can play the crap out of their instruments, right. so I mean, they can pull it off. The funniest thing is watching that dude get interviewed, though, because he's got like those two spikes that look like... David Draymond? Yeah, like a metal goatee. <laughs> and when he's talking, they're just clinking against each other, and he sounds like an idiot when he talks because of it. Oh, Dave's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are there any other discussion songs we got to go through before we get uh, honorable mentions? No, this is terrible. <laughs> All right, so for my honorable mentions list, I'll just kind of blow through this. Jim, i got to admit, I actually like the Weezer version of Africa. You should be smacked. <laughs> I listened to this again today with that my husband. That little turd river's quarrel. Really, so it kick him right it's in the a ass. very faithful rendition. It contributes nothing original. Right. I just, I just feel just, that with a song like Africa, because you know, when, when people try to do 80s stuff, they either try to reinvent it or... Do I, uh, they've do got I like not, that weird, do you remember this song type of you know, GameStop on Facebook mentality. Yeah. Back in 1982, Africa was released. Do you remember? So I, I like that it's it is 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 it's just paying homage to the song. Even the instrumental in the middle sounds very you know yeah, it, incredibly similar. Yeah, you have to you have to sit there and be like, which one am I listening to? It's not very Rivers inspiring. Cuomo should have his ass paddled for even attempting it. <laughs> naughty, naughty, um, naughty. Hurt by Johnny Cash, cover of Nine Inch Nails. That is one that Trent Reznor has recognized as being excellent. Yes, actually, and better than his his own, yeah. which takes a lot for Trent to admit that. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's that's a great song. Placebo's "Running Up That Hill," which is a cover of a Kate Bush song. I, I oh, yeah, like that one. Placebo is just one of those brick pop bands from like the late '90s that you know they, they they really ran with the heroin chic, and it's it's just it's a very good just a very good cover. I don't know. I tried listening to Placebo, but I thought I was listening to someone else. <laughs> um, you mentioned "Take On Me," Jim. Uh, Ah, uh, I got covered by the band Real Big Fish for the movie Basketball. We take on me. It's a ska version, which is actually pretty good. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. If you say ska and pretty good, there's a problem, dude. Jim, it you, never, you it never, all credibility. Jim, it never proceeds beyond pretty good. God, there's no, there's no step above that. Somebody should just take a baseball bat to Dickie Barrett's head, you asshole! <laughs> Thanks for creating this crap. Dickie didn't create ska. Yeah, but they made it really popular. Or no doubt. <laughs> blame Fishbone, Jim. You gotta blame Fishbone. I'm gonna blame you. Uh, I Want You to Want Me uh, by Chris Isaac, which is a cover of Cheap Trick. Oh. Yeah, how, how does that sound? Honestly, it's pretty... That's on Spotify. Okay. That one is definitely on Spotify. It actually isn't too bad. It's It suits his vocals. And considering, too, it's not like... I Want You to Want Me isn't one of Cheap Trick's harder songs. No, it no. isn't Surrender. No, you know, it's, I want you to want me. So very popular. It's a big song in their catalog. Right? No, yeah, absolutely. No, but it's not, it's not but in terms a, it's of just like rocker. you know, it's not a hard rocker. It's you know, not. it's not like rocks out with your cocks out type of, of music. You know, <laughs> sounds like a KTL collection. <laughs> <laughs> Put your assless pants on. Here it comes. <laughs> Sorry, hey, we're going to need uh, earmuffs for the next one because oh no, <laughs> Ben Folds covering Dr. Dre's "Bitches Ain't Shit." Because nothing says great covers more than taking one of the um, uh, one of the predominant members of NWA 
and by having it done by a bespectacled pet, uh, piano bar guy. By a nerd. Some emo nerd. Playing <laughs> 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 on a piano. On a grand piano. But it's done so straight-faced. It actually, it works because it's, it's very sincere. It's It'd be better if we didn't have the police. No, you know what it is? It's a hipster version of <laughs> Dr. Dre. Don't you mean his version of um, female dogs ain't poop? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then finally in my honorable mentions list, I've got Saturday Night uh, by, by the Bay City Rollers, covered by Ned's Atomic Dustbin. This showed up in the Mike Myers classic. You knew all of Andy's college bands are going to come rushing <laughs> to the floor. Right hey, they had two bass players. How many covers did Maisie Starr do? <laughs> The answer to that, none. God. All right. He knew it. Hey, Jim, all my, if, if I was covering all my college bands, there'd be at least three versions of Bizarre Love Triangle in there because my junior year of college, my senior year of college, <laughs> was nothing but Bizarre Love Triangle. Covered by You see what Pandora's box you opened up, Jim? Yeah, but it's a whole can of whoop-ass. I wish you could stuff back in. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, all right. All right, Joe, what do you get for cover? What do you get for your honorables? My honorables are, first up is uh, Little Wing by Stevie Ray Vaughan, originally done by Jimi Hendrix. Good version. Outstanding uh, version. Just a Gigolo by David Lee Roth, originally done by Louis Armstrong. Yeah. And, uh, I just remember the video. And then uh, Dave just wagging his crotch at the, the camera the entire time. Yeah. Wow! Diamond Dave, baby. And then uh, lastly, Then I Kissed Her by the Beach Boys, originally done by the Crystals. Okay. I have one. Yes? And it is Stevie Ray Vaughan. Who? But it is Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child. Slide. Oh! Nasty. That is a nasty That's song. That's nasty, y'all. I, I can't. I can't pull that off. Can if there's, I? if there's, no. Good job. You know what? If there's, if, if if there was ever one artist that could pull off Jimi Hendrix, it was Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like the one guitarist do, and do a right. pet, or I mean, yeah. Maybe I mean, do, if you listen, maybe to, a little bit. If if you listen to little his version of Little Wing, I mean, he comes just. I think if Stevie Ray Vaughan lived, because he didn't start like the genre of guitar hero. Like Hendrix did, I think he would be because consi- most people consider Hendrix the greatest rock yeah. guitarist of all time. I think it would have been him. Oh yeah, Stevie, I Stevie, think Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan technically was a better guitar player. Surpassed him, and some people are going to probably say no, he had a friggin' mind, and they might be right to say mm. it. But what about Warren Zevon? Zevon? Yeah. He wasn't a great guitar he was player. Guitar player. He was a great songwriter. If, if oh. you don't say his name right, you don't get to mention him. <laughs> <laughs> I've just heard the name before. I, and <laughs> Werewolves of Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's you can a, say Warren Zevin if you want. Yeah. Okay, and you're not rolling. No, 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 the time has passed. My, the, Warren Zevin. The, the, joke, the joke has passed his prime. Yeah. Oh. Mike, what do you got for honorables? Um, I've got an album of covers, songs by Newfound Glory. It's there from stage to screen. They're actually, they actually done two. Um, but I've so been, they all just like Broadway and music songs I've covered got the by the band? right here. All right. The Newfound Glory did That Thing You Do. From that thing you do, oh. they did uh, the Neverending Story. Uh, they did I don't want to miss a thing from Armageddon. Ooh. They did the Goonies are good enough. Oh, boy. oh they man! Did, they did the Glory of Love. They did everything I do, I do it for you. Did they sing it like Peter Cetera? Uh No, they do it their own uh, newfound glory way. Huh. Yeah. They didn't have an overbite. Uh, they do My Heart Will Go On. Oh boy, God! And uh, apparently they do as a, a, a bonus track of Heaven by Warrant. Nah. Because it isn't too far away. <laughs> Clearly not. Oh, no. But I mean, yeah, I, I like their version. I don't think I don't necessarily think they're better versions. 
I like the, the Peter Cetera version of Glory of Love is absolutely How best. do you get any better than Lawrence? <laughs> well, no. no. But um, they're good versions. I like them. <laughs> so before Catherine goes on, I just have to say Catherine's list of honorable mentions it's is almost books it, is about as long as the last Jedi hater's list of demands for Disney at this point. <laughs> I do fade it out to great. I told you guys I had well over oh my three God. dozen this, songs. This, seriously, from. this runs like the Star Wars crawl. This is just, it just keeps going and going. And, <laughs> and you get a lot of good stuff on here. There's so. a Star Destroyer at the end. <laughs> So uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna knock out like the top few or so. Um, yeah, there are a couple here on Mummies we haven't talked about yet, so we'll get into those. Okay, so uh, D. Snyder has done a cover of "We're Not Gonna Take It," which is an. Um, I don't think it counts. Actually, no. I think "We're Not Gonna Take It" is actually a cover. I no, w- it's no, it's Twisted Sister. It is Twisted Sister. I, but I his, really his thought version, it was his a... version. It's it's a solo version, and it's uh, if you watch the video, it's an anti-cancer plea for Ooh. research funding. Oh. So it's it's a very. But can you call it a cover though? No, because it's if a we, different, if we, no, it's a if different we, style. No, if we determined that. Okay. Layla, um, I would Layla say it's more of a remix count as a cover. I call it a remix, not a cover. Yeah. Well, no, he, he does a new version. It's not a remix. Okay. He does no. it slow. Layla on Okay, so we, it doesn't count. That okay. means I get to talk about more, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Right? So okay. Go ahead. Moving on. Uh, Higher Ground by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, covering Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a great version. That's a really good version. Rainbow Connection covered by Cake. Uh, no, the Kermit the Frog version is the you best. You know what? <laughs> the uh, Muppets would disagree with you because it is featured at the end of Kermit the Swamp Years. What, which one? The cake version? Yeah. Well, yeah, but the version from Muppet Movie, I thought it's the best. It, it's just incredible. Mm, they, 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 you listen to them at different times. The, uh, the original version you listen to when you're being soulful, Rainbow Connection you play when you want to rock out, or, or the cake version. Uh, anyway, Proud Mary by Tina Turner covering Creedence Clearwater Revival. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Um, Common People by William Shatner is a cover. Oh of a my god! Called I remember hearing that, thinking it was a joke, and I'm like, this actually isn't. Yeah, terrible. And the original, which we found the video online oh, on man. YouTube, is awful. Shatner does a better version. I'm, it, Pop is one of those. That's a good song, but it's, but he does he does it up fun. Pulp was one of those bands that, like, they had a moment that didn't go any further than a moment in, like, 1993. Then they got overtook by bands like Blur. <laughs> well, there's a claim to fame. What else you got? Oh. You can, you can honestly fade us out at this point, because okay, we got time. Okay, so, uh, we'll just go on with Personal Jesus, uh, the Marilyn Manson cover of Depeche Mode. Oh, that's good. That's Cle- a good one, Cleveland yeah. Rocks, um, Presidents of the United States of America covering Ian Hunter. Okay. Brown Eyed Girl by Jimmy Buffett, covering Van Morrison. Really? Yeah, that's become a staple of his concerts, actually. Oh, no. You can find a lot of different versions mm-hmm. of that. Uh, Blue Monday by Orgy, covering New Order. I've heard that. It's it's not bad. It's just such a great yeah. bass line. Yeah. So they just they, they hit it a little harder. I have to interrupt you real quick, because there is there is a song that's not on your list. What's... Funky Town by Pseudo Echo. I don't know it. With the greatest synth uh, riff ever. <laughs> <laughs> awful. It's it's seriously. It's like, it sounds like C three PO went to Taco Bell, had Mexican food, and then had like space diarrhea. Oh, That's what it sounds. It's like. widely considered one of the worst covers ever. And it's like you want to you want to at least give them a little bit of a thumbs up because it's so their heart was kind of in the right place, but at the same time. Just like Jeff Goldblum says, you spent all this time thinking about what you could have done. You didn't stop to think of whether you should. 
Oh, you want to go into some bad ones? Any any of the covers that run any of the Shrek soundtracks? Oh, oh and I saw her face. Oh, oh it's God. terrible! Smash oh. Mouth lead singers, uh, either Violent J oh. from ICP or Guy Fieri. Or... I wasn't talking about the Kate version of Rainbow Connection. I meant the Me First and the Gimme Gimme version of Rainbow Connection. No. Uh-huh. Ah. Oops. Yeah, that's that's another. Uh, cover. I'm not editing they're, that. They're out. an exclusively cover band. That was ah. off of their album Are a Drag. Um. My apologies. Okay. I don't know why, why you're writing that down. Just, 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 refer, anyway. just say you refer, refer to above. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Marilyn Manson again with the Sweet Dreams Are Made of This cover. Which, which actually isn't terrible. I didn't realize how sad a song it was until I heard their version and I realized, oh my god, this is, you know, the words just didn't sound so depressing in the, the Eurythmics version because it was all Eurythmic-y. Right. Um, let's see, we talked about Turn the page, but my husband is involved and informed me that he prefers the original. Um, one day I was in an Olive Garden and I heard Paul Anka's cover of Black Hole Sun. Oh my really weird. God. <laughs> I was I was I was convinced for a second it was some. I, I had no I would, idea. I would have thought that Paul Anka was the original version. Oh, are you kidding? Are you what? Oh, what right. you've heard Black Hole Sun, right? That's Soundgarden. Uh, sort of. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's Soundgarden. Well, okay. I mean, I just thought, you know, since Paul Anka's been around. It's not about crap and unicorns and lollipops. No, it's, it's definitely song. not. It is not a happy song, yeah, no. no. Uh, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Very we good. need to park on that one for a second. Okay. <laughs> I love that. This, honestly, I mean, you, you, you take one of the great, you know, one of the most popular artists in history, and you improve upon one of Alien the Ant songs Ant that even... Yes, Alien Ant Farm. You improve upon songs that even even cynics who don't even care for Michael Jackson enjoy. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. you make a better version of that song. And that, then you go back that to work at Burger King because I don't think Alien Ant Farm has been heard. Yeah, that, was their, that was their that, one song. That was their big hit, yes. Yep. Were, that was their one hit Wonderland. I would really say good. it's not an improvement, but I like them both. Oh, they're really good. Yeah, they're, they're both really good versions. I, I can't say I prefer the Alien Ant Farm over the Michael but Jackson But if you hear version. it on the radio, you go, ooh, and you kind of turn it off. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, yep. I turn them both up. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, Live and Let Die by Guns N' Roses we talked about. Yep. Careless Whisper by Sea that we talked about. Cats in the Cradle covered by Ugly Kid Joe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I know why Cat Stevens switched to Islam. <laughs> Down with the Sickness oh, God. Covered, covered by Richard Cheese. Oh, God, I've heard of that version. Richard Cheese is a lounge singer who takes rock songs and, and, and does lounge. like a lounge version of them. This is the only one worth listening to. I bought that album. It's oh, it's terrible. it's terrible. Oh, yeah. What, what's but, the one? Uh, Bulls on Parade? But, uh... By, by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, he does a version of that, and it's just you're just yeah, it's no, the, really the, so most, bad, so most, bad. No, you bad man. Like his 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 uh his down with the sickness works. Yeah. Um, most of the other stuff doesn't, but uh, he was you know that song is in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Ah. And then the original is played at the end credits. Um, Satisfaction, Devo's cover of oh, Rolling Stones. Oh, I actually love that version. <laughs> I'm not fun? a big... I, I, you know, Rolling Stones are one of those bands that you, you don't dare cover, but... Wow. It has don't a good go song. There. Huh? Don't you go there. Has there, has there been a good cover of it besides Satisfaction? And Satisfaction? Um, jumping. Cinderella did a good version of Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah, so did uh, Aretha Franklin, though. She did not. <laughs> For the movie, it would be Goldberg. Yeah. And neither did Cinderella. God. <laughs> oh, you know what? Um, I'm going back to Pearl Jam. They did a very good job of Wild Horses. Oh, okay. They did. And some of the, somebody else did Wild Horses. A couple oh, of years ago, um, there was a girl. A girl band did Wild it Horses. It was fantastic. It was like really well done. Late 90s. 
mid to late nineties. Wild Horses is a beautiful song. Yeah, and if you have a shred of sensitivity in musical talent, I think it, you could you can pull it off because I just think the original song holds up so well. Like the bones of the song are so strong. Right, I think you could do it. Right, much like Mickey from Tony Basil. Right, which by the way is a cover. What? Yeah. Yep. I saw that on my list. I just didn't put was it, it in the there. Who? Yes, it was. And I think it was Metallica. And then I'm going to wrap this off um, with uh, Smoke on the Water, which is Dred Zeppelin covering Deep Purple. Dred Zeppelin being a cover band who covers... Oh, ma- mainly do, Led they do, Zeppelin. They do Rasta versions of songs. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I, re- I heard their Rasta version of Cashmere. I get a little upset. Yes, it was, it, it was the summer of 1990, and Jim yeah, had but, just discovered all of Led Zeppelin's uh, discography. Yeah, but the, the bong sound effects at the beginning of Smoke on the Water do really... Wait a minute. Hit the nail on the head there. A little too on the spot. Wait, hey, I just got that. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, did you hear that Rasta song? You know the one that goes dum 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 Yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't by that Canadian band that did Rude? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Sublime so. did a great cover of Smoke Two Joints. I mean, oh, just keep going and going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I actually heard a very good version of Everclear doing uh, "The Boys Are Back in Town." It wasn't bad. If you remember who Everclear was. Barely. My boys are back in town, but my daddy left. My daddy left. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy left. Just yeah. write that down because I'll be coming back to it soon. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> so, well, good discussion, guys. This one, this was fun. Yeah, it was <laughs> it's always fun talking about music. So, next episode, we're going to be discussing the 30th anniversary of the movie's release in 1988. Huh? Not Buck or Rubanzai. No, Buck or Rubanzai was 84, Jim. Oh, okay. you, you have no, nothing to worry about. But 88 was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes, and Coming to America. Yes! <laughs> you do! So, yes, there are there are so very many. There's so yeah. very many song, uh, and uh, movies. And scrape at the bottom of the barrel. Knocked up. The magic of 1988. Yep. Hey, isn't that when Dino came out singing Everybody Walk the Dinosaur? That was a magic year. You have to be in movies. Thank you. Yeah. Yoda. So, jeez. <laughs> Thank God Mike's here to set the record straight. So if you have any favorite movies that you want to talk about that were released in the year 1988, and usually most Facebook posts will start with 1988, oh, such a good year for movies. No, it was, actually. God. Didn't you look Judd, at the movies. There's actually a Judd lot three of good... up from the up from the sewer come out or something. Jim <laughs> Rambo three was released in 1988. What was uh, Rambo three? Where he created Al Qaeda. That's right. <laughs> what movie are you looking at, Joe? I am shocked. I showed this to Mike. He's like, nope, nope, nope. What Akira. Akira was released I, in 88. I did not yes. care for Akira. Okay. It Jeez. was way too gruesome for me. Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> The guy turns into a giant blob. All right, then right, we'll, we'll save this for next time. Don't ruin all the anime crap. For so, if you one. have any okay. movies that you want to talk about, you can email us at Geeks. He's literally disgusted. Look. So, if you have any movies you want to discuss, uh, drop us a line at uh, our email account, which is GeekSaladRadio at gmail.com. You can get us on our Facebook page, which is Geek Salad Podcast, and at Twitter on Geek, at GeekSaladRadio. You can check out all the episodes either at our website, geeksalad.podbean.com. Uh, you can also download the Podbean app and get the full archive. You can also check us out on the Stitcher app, the iTunes app, the Google Music app, 
Uh, and guys, by the way, we are now on Spotify. Yeah, it only it. it only it. took a month. I get the message from um, our, our our friend Julie, who hosts again the One Little Spice podcast, which is uh, onelittlespice.podbean.com. Also available in all the same places we just talked about. Say it again. OneLittleSpice.podbean.com No, and all the other places. Oh yes, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Um, Where we're also on our YouTube channel, which is just Geek Salad. Uh, We are discussing our our favorites and least favorite things about the Walt Disney Parks. Uh, We just wrapped up Magic Kingdom, Mm -hmm. and I think we're going to hit the California Parks on our next. Yeah. Thing, at least starting with California Adventure, which I have nothing to say about because I've never been there. No, I've been Mike, have you been there? Yes, I have. Quite cool. a few times. And, you, do, um, you do realize your, your niece and I joke about how eventually you're going to grow mouse ears and a tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she can do that. Yeah. I can see her. No, you doing that, not her. No, no, yeah. I can see her joking about and that. And then, um, so yeah, then we'll move on to California Parks and then eventually talk about resorts before we move on to another topic entirely. So you can uh, check us out on YouTube where um, all the audio from our shows, all of our podcasts show up. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and get uh, hit the bell for notifications. Don't you think that a nice Disney theme resort would be one celebrating the Black Plague? I think it would be awesome. I do too. <laughs> you start thinking about names for that, Jim. Yep. So, uh, well, so we're right out of the everybody. All right. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks for having me. Nikki, thanks for keeping us clean tonight. <laughs> Jim's trying. son Nick is here, so we had a we had a curb yeah, language son, point he, of it. He's not my son Nick, but what else is he? He's also my godson. Right. So yes, he is. He's near and dear to both of us. And uh, yes, we had to make sure that his his ears stay clean. So I apologize about the Benfold song. Um. So Jim, thanks again, and until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm one hot tomato Catherine. <laughs> Go for it, and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. Take your skank, hook your wife, and get the fuck out of here!